This is episode 166 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to answer one of the most frequent questions I get, how to stay motivated. We're going to go through strategy to maintain your motivation no matter what. And it's actually a continuity from our last episode, our series for the month of December 2018 on how to start 2019 different so you can make peace with food and your body. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Hey ladies, welcome in. If you're listening live or close to live, it's around December the 7th. We're like 14 days from the holiday break and less than 25 days away from the new year. There's a lot of planning going on around here in preparation for that because I'm actually closing the team's work, the business from December 20th to January the 3rd. Nobody in the team will be working except one person. And that is me. I'll be on customer service duty. So if you're one of our client, I'll be there the one answering your emails during that almost 10 days period. And I've decided to give that break to the team because For the last three months, we have been working very intensely and the month of December is just a continuation of that because we've got a a ton of stuff to prepare because we've got a 2019 year that is packed and it's about helping you for those that are ready to make peace with food in your body. And some of those workload is actually going on right now. So As of December the 4th, if you are on the wait list for the next session of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, you've received a communication from us that we have our gift card promotion available right now. So if you haven't read your email, you're late in your email, go in your inbox right now. If you wanted to join us in January, this gift certificate, gift card program will allow you to lock in the price of 2018 for $697. Instead of the price it's going to move up to in 2019, which is $897. And this is designed for the ladies that have decided that this year their Christmas gift allocation was actually going to be something significant. And that's a request that we've had from a few ladies on the wait list. They wanted to pull the gifting capacity of their family, maybe their partner, their hubbies, their kids, and actually get themselves their registration for the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. So through this program, you can send a link to your husband and kind of suggesting it. That's what some women have been doing. You will get a gift certificate in your name with a unique code and come 
registration time in January 6, you'll use your code and get 100% off and get your entire registration paid for at $200 less than what the registration fee is for 2019. Now, this offer is not combinable. I don't know if that's even the word. Combinable with other offer because that's $200 off, but it is a great promotion. So there's a link in the show notes today. If that's something that interests you, you can go check it out. We also have one more thing we have to do before we go on holiday on vacation is the Food Freedom Challenge. The Food Freedom Challenge starts January 1st. And I kind of hesitated to do that. And actually, more than hesitated, I've never done any program that started on January 1st, way back to the days where I had a clinic, because I didn't want it to give the feel that this was a reset and a resolution program and a weight loss program and all that stuff. I've always denied doing anything. And I'm, as I'm working through my all, all or nothing mindset, right? We've talked about that recently on the podcast. That's me. So I'm actively working on healing that part of me. I question myself as to why I wasn't giving you something on January 1st as an option to the other reset and detox and whole 30 program that starts on January 1st. And you know what? I decided to do it this year. So the Food Freedom Challenge is kind of the entry-level program. It's 25 days. It's just four module. It's all about emotional eating. We're doing it together as a group. We get the module all the same time. We have coaching calls together. And the whole thing is very affordable. The whole challenge altogether is 197 everything included. And we have a $50 coupon that will be emailed to our community member to apply to the 197 on December the 11th. That's when we open registration. So watch your email. If the Food Freedom Challenge is something you want to start with and consider the Academy later, watch your email December the 11th for the coupon. So there's a lot of stuff going on your way, right? And there's a lot of stuff that we have to work one to two months ahead of you to deliver to you with high quality. And that's what we're doing right now. So that said, the podcast for the month of December was all about starting the new year, January 1st, that you do the challenge or not, that you join the academy or not is irrelevant, but that you have some tool to start the year differently, right? And one of the biggest hurdles that many of you like come across is motivation, right? Like, what the heck is wrong with me? I'm not motivated. When I fall off the wagon, I can get back on the wagon, I'm do good for two weeks, and then I just crimple. Like, what is going on? Like, what is going on with me that I cannot sustain my motivation to achieve my goals, whatever the goals are? The first thing I want you to know, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing broken inside of you. There's nothing you're missing inside of you or in your body that makes motivation so difficult. It's probably because you're going about being motivated in the wrong way that is not succinct with your mind, body, spirit, and mental body, like your whole self, and that leads you to failure. 
So what we're going to share today is not your typical BS. Like I was doing some research before the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, the stuff they put on the internet, right? The top 25 tips for motivational weight loss in the new year kind of stuff, right? Things like plant a carrot or reward halfway, hang a picture of your idle body on your mirror, Put a picture of your fat body on the fridge so you don't open the fridge. Get competitive with your girlfriend and do a weight loss challenge. Post daily on Instagram. The worst that I've seen so far today in researching this podcast, daily weigh-in to keep you accountable. Like, holy schnoot. Because I know there's kids listening. I could use other words. Holy schnoot. That makes me want to, sorry, but vomit. Like seriously, this is what is massively available when you Google how to stay motivated. No wonder why we're confused. No wonder why we grow through those cycle of on and off the wagon, because that's what people think they need to do to be motivated when in fact, It's exactly the opposite. That is the road to failure, to being unmotivated. And if you're honest, just like me, you've done those things before and you're here today, right? Because it didn't work because you're still wanting to get motivated. Why is that? Why is all those weigh in and challenges and competition and posting and all that stuff doesn't work? Well, the most prevalent reason, it's because it's based on the punishment model, the whole no pain, no gain, which we know doesn't work because, again, if you're honest, you've tried it before, it doesn't work and it's extremely painful and it sends you into those spiral of shame and guilt and all that stuff. Plus, scientifically, we know it doesn't work. We know that the no pain, no gain punishment model of changing behavior is not the successful approach to changing behavior, right? Because it's based on negativity. It's based on something is wrong with you. You not being good enough that you need to take external monitoring system to keep you in line because you will get out of line. And it's actually... This negative punishment model is what fuels the diet industry. That's what keeps us failing and keeps us engaged in this whole diet culture and this whole $66 billion a year industry. Now, if we start from the approach that there's nothing wrong with you, which is the going to be on the food principle, there's nothing wrong with you. You can then understand why you're just probably taking the wrong approach, right? You're probably approaching your motivation from a place that is leading you to failure. So instead of beating yourself up and trying to find external guideposts to keep you in line, what we're going to talk about today is What can we do internally that is based on scientific evidence, that is based on spiritual principle, which are actually the same as the science principle, funny but true, that is going to give you the ability to be motivated day in and day out. 
So let's do this. Now I'm sharing this with you in the framework of what we're working through since the beginning of December on the podcast, which is to make peace with food in your body. So that's the angle that I'm taking, but know that when we talk about motivation, the brain does not make a difference if it's about making peace with food in your body or about achieving a goalpost in your career. It's all the same thing, right? So it's about being aware of that, being aware that there's a different approach, accepting that there is a different approach, that you're going to need to do something different, and then take responsibility and try. And, and the take responsibility is going to be to apply some of those strategies we're going to talk about today. Now, I'm very familiar with that because that was my life, right? I fell stuck all the time. And this whole time of the year for me was the same thing as it was for you in the past. It was all about jumping into a program on January 1st with strict rules that would keep me in line and keep me feeling that I had to work hard because that was the way to be successful. Right. And I can think of exercise as being one of those things. An exercise for me, which I call movement in the constraint of our method, is something that I still I have to work at to be motivated. And it's because I've had it for years in my head that exercise was about changing my body. And it had to be no pain, no gain. I have training in that. I mean, up to a year ago, I was a certified personal trainer. Like I was into this whole fitness world intensely and I still have some residual in my subconscious mind that I have to work on, right? So very familiar with this. So what I'm going to say to you is things that I had to go through as well. So very first thing, very first strategy I want you to consider is what type of motivator are you using? Are you using an internal motivator or an external motivator? So an external motivator is competition with others, for an example, avoiding a punishment, a cheat day, right? As some would say, or changing the weight of your physical body, changing the size of certain part of your body, grades in the case of schooling or even career, right? It's about achieving something outside. Internal motivator is about internal feelings. So curiosity, curiosity about your own self, your self-discovery, self-satisfaction, Achieving a behavior change that you think is going to enhance your life, a sense of achievement. So these are the two different categories of motivator and science is clear. External motivator doesn't work. Internal motivator is what drive motivation long term and consistency. Why is that a scientific fact? Because internal motivator activate a part of your brain that engage the pathway of motivation in your brain. Motivation is a process in your brain. It's a structure. It's a sense. It's a activity in your brain that incorporate two main part of your brain, your insula, which is the intuitive center of your brain and the amygdala, which is the emotional center. 
So motivation is not something we have or we don't have. It's instead something we cultivate with our internal motivator, with our intention, right? Intention can be external or internal. When we choose an internal motivator, we activate those parts of the brain, And the key to sustaining motivation is to be clear on your intention, on your internal motivator, on your why. It's all the same thing. To set the intention based on an internal motivator will activate that part of your brain that will create the magical motivation without having to resort to willpower self-punishment as a force to make you do things. And ladies, this is in every part of your life, personal, career, family, and yes, your health. You have to set your intention. And that is strategy number one. The point of action that you must do is set your intention from an internal motivator standpoint, your bigger why, your higher purpose. It's not an external goal. It is something you want to do for you, about you, that is based into feelings. And there's two big categories in that, right? There's, well, feelings can be categorized as love or fear, right? If you take the family of feelings, it's either feeling of love or fear. And goals that are external are most of the time, 99% of the time, fear-based. It's about, example, weight loss, about hating your body, wanting to change it, and wanting to lose weight. Or changing the size of your tights. Again, fear-based. If I keep those ties, people are going to judge me. People are going to call me lazy. I can't wear a bikini because people are going to say I'm too ugly. Like, fear-based intention. But on the other hand, if somebody says, I want to feel free from food obsession, that's love. And they're going to go further from that place of loving for themselves because maybe they're suffering from bloating and maybe they're suffering from other side effects of their food obsession and they want to start living life and enjoying life. So the, they're going to ask themselves question like, is it possible for me not to follow a diet? Right? That is love-based intention. So set your intention for your goal that you're trying to achieve from an internal motivator that is based around love. That's strategy number one. Strategy number two is about gratification, That same part of your brain that is your motivational pathway, your insula and your amygdala is also tightly intertwined with your reward system in your brain, right? So engaging gratification will engage your reward center, engage those part of your brain, and it's actually going to produce dopamine in your brain. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter, think of it like an hormone if you want, that tells your body to do and feel and be happy, joyful, serene, like dopamine is about the happy hormone. 
right? So when you use gratification, you engage the reward center, which produce dopamine, which engage the motivational pathway in your brain. And then you're happy and motivated at the same time. So gratification is about celebrating the small win. It's about being compassionate with yourself. It is about presenting yourself with self-compassion in your journey instead of punishment, right? Shifting from punishment, shifting from judgment to self-compassion. That's why if your goal is based on external factor, that is fear-based, you are going to have a hard time celebrating the small win and feeling gratified and engaging your reward center because you're based out of fear. The fear and self-compassion don't work together. This is so important that it is actually two module in the academy, two different module, one hour lecture on each piece, because that what's drive your ability to be motivated, your ability to sustain your action of transformation for a long time. So celebrate the small win along the way every day, every day when you're seeking transformation and betterment of yourself, there is wins every day. You have to put the glasses in your eyes that's going to allow you to see those small win and then gratify yourself, tap yourself into the back, recognize yourself, put a smile on your face, do a happy dance to engage all those components of your brain so you can sustain your motivation. The third strategy is about expecting highs and lows. It's life. You have to expect that it's not going to be perfect. No matter what you're working on, that it is behavioral, psychological, spiritual, physical, there's going to be lows. And part of the reason why we don't want those lows is because we have this mindset that we have to be perfect because perfection means we're worthy, right? So if that's you, we just did a podcast on that 162s, the all or nothing mindset, Or podcast 70 was also about the illusion of perfection. So go back to that. So wipe off perfection and then engage yourself in expecting mistake, errors, lows, and then ask yourself, what can I learn from my lows? What can I learn about myself to make me a better version of myself that I can do differently the next time? Take those lows as a learning experience. When you engage with your lows like this, it avoids this whole feeling shame, feeling guilty because I was supposed to be perfect. I was supposed to get my crap together really quickly and then binge your way through shame. So strategy of expecting highs and lows. And the last one, strategy number four, is remind yourself of your intention often. So that intention we set in strategy one, post it everywhere around you, in your bathroom mirror, in your phone main screen, in your car, post it everywhere until it becomes the way for you to think. 
the way for you to engage with your goal. We do that again in the Academy in lesson two, where we post our desired feeling everywhere to be reminded. And obviously the quality of those intention is everything, but you want to stay focused because you're reprogramming your brain to focus on other motivator and internal motivator instead of what you've done your whole life, which is external. So it's going to take time. And the best way to change a habit is repeat, repeat, repeat. So post it everywhere. That's it. For strategy, if you do that, you will sustain motivation long term. It's that simple. It's different, yet effective. So let me repeat that again if you're taking notes. Set your intention from an internal motivator from your bigger why, your higher purpose perspective, to use a lot of gratification to engage your reward center daily. Expect the highs and low and learn from your lows. And then fourth, remind yourself of your intention daily and many times a day. So if you want to be motivated to change your relationship to food in your body, you've got to do those things differently. And likely the reason why you struggle with motivation is there is some of those strategies that are not fully in place into your life and you cannot sustain your motivation. It's not hard work. Like you're not going to sweat bullet doing those things, but you have to live from a place of awareness. You have to live to a place of consciousness where you can catch yourself doing those things and taking the time of setting your intention and so forth. So If you need some help with that, we've got, as I said in the beginning, a couple of programs that are starting soon, the Academy on January 27th, and we also got the Food Free Jam on January 1st, which will come, by the way, with a workshop on goal setting in this vein here of information on January 3rd. So we're going to take all the participants of the Food Freedom Challenge, all of our Academy students, we're going to do this big workshop on goal setting, where we're actually going to set the goals together. So if you need some help, we're here to help you. And I hope to see you on the other side. I'm grateful that you were here with me today. Remember, it's our common responsibility to share this information with other women, because this is not what they're going to hear. When we talk about motivation, we talked about that in the beginning. So share this episode with someone in your life that needs to hear this. And we're going to continue. The next podcast, 167, is going to be how to get results. And it's going to be a continuation of this episode here. So I'll see you there. I love you. And I look forward to hang out with you again in the next episode. Do you wish your relationship to food and perhaps your body was easier? Do you wish you could make peace with food and your body? Most women will describe the state of being as having food freedom. And likely you've tried potentially everything to get there. And you are certain that something is seriously wrong with you. Maybe you're thinking that more restriction has to be the solution. I get it. And trust me. I've been there too for almost 27 years. 
You see, what most struggling women never ever realize is that how you engage with food in your body has little to do with food itself. Sadly, most women rely on outdated strategy like restriction and willpower and discipline as their solution. Things like the black and white mindset, the diet pills, the cheat day to control their urges. But you and I know that has nothing to do with food freedom. So that's why I want to share with you the assessment that I use in my clinic with my one-on-one client to identify what is holding them back from food freedom. And quite frankly, it's different from anything you've done before. I've created the Food Freedom Score, this assessment tool to give you an idea of where you should be focusing on. During this quiz, I'm going to take you through 10 simple yes or no questions that will allow you to assess the sticky point with your relationship with food and your body. Plus, I'll coach you at the end on specific steps you need to take to move forward to get your food freedom. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself and create a new relationship with food in your body, head over to stephaniedoze.com slash quiz and I'll see you on the other side.